0: Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Show with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Show. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here as always with my co host, Donnelly.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. We're going to answer some questions today.
0: This is a men's health show. We talk about a lot of things from the nipples to the knees, but we are very honored to have guests many times on the show. If you have ever wanted to hear from an ophthalmologist or a gastroenterologist or a colorectal surgeon, this could be the longest consultation you ever have with a doctor like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Sounds like people you don't want to have a party with, but you should listen to them on Saturdays <laughs> right here at KLBJ. <laughs>
0: can listen to those uh, old archived conversations we've had with so many of them. Amazing in-depth conversations with oncologists, surgical oncologists, talking about breast cancer in your wives and your girlfriends. We can talk about so many other things on this show. We we really look forward to continuing to deliver content, which we've done for over three years now.
1: Mm -hmm. It feels like 10 minutes.
0: Underwater. Underwater. Uh, I'm a board certified urologist. This show is brought to you by the urology practice I started in 2007, NAU Urology Specialists. Uh, We have four physician providers. We have or mid level or advanced practice practitioners. And then we have two pelvic floor physical therapists, sex therapist. We have a wonderful health coach, Lauren, who helps with more a holistic approach to what's going on with you mm-hmm. and really a, a very strong commitment to your urologic care.
1: Don't forget sleep coordinator.
0: Oh, that's right. We also do a lot of sleep. That's mm-hmm. a big, big thing for you, huh?
1: Mm-hmm. I get up a lot at night. I think I need to go through the program.
0: <laughs> I need to go through the program. Is that,
1: is, am I a candidate if I get up 10 times a night? Uh,
0: you are, and you're also a candidate for the hormones. which we're... I love my hormones, so Oh, great. I yeah, just yeah, don't good. sleep. I just don't sleep. Well, anyway. uh, what questions do you have for us and uh, tell people how to get a hold of it. That's
1: right. You can reach out to us at armormenshealth.com where you can submit your amazing questions and we'll answer them anonymously on the show. I'll even respond to let you know uh, when you can hear the answer from Dr. Mystery. You can check us out there, armormenshealth.com. Our phone number, 512-238-0762. You can ask for me. The first question, are you ready, sir? Yeah. Dr. Mystery. M-I-S-T-R-Y, by the way. I'm 67 years old. I'm sexually active with the help of Trimix. Now I have type 2 diabetes. I don't think those were related, but he just said that as a second consent uh, My penis seems to have shrunk and is not very sensitive anymore. Can you help?
0: That's a great question.
1: My husband sent that.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> thanks, Michael, for supporting the show. There's a lot packed into there. So first, let's talk about erectile dysfunction in 60 year old men and what people can expect. And the answer is, who knows? Because every 67-year-old man is different. Mm -hmm. Some guys come in like completely flabbergasted that their erections are soft.
1: Really? Like, what happened? Is it overnight to them?
0: Did I (laughs) I offend God in some way? My erections aren't as hard. You
1: offended your your wife with that soft (laughs) heart on, sir.
0: (laughs) And and other guys come in being like, hey, I'm 67. Well, you know, what was I going to expect? This is going to be a natural part of aging. And although erectile dysfunction would be considered a very commonly encountered part of aging, by no means do we think that not getting appropriate blood flow or having diminished a sensation or you know a loss of uh, sexual satisfaction be a normal part of aging as i say constantly on this show uh, my favorite patient is the 80 year old guy who mm-hmm. comes in wanting an erection because we mm-hmm. can help him find one you know <laughs> whether <laughs> it's his or someone else's <laughs> no we're, we're gonna, gonna find... <laughs> help him find <his. laughs> getting blood flow to the penis these are things that can be achieved in so many uh, patients this particular patient. Uh, caller uh, or listener, is saying to us that he already has gone through the routine ways of dealing with erectile dysfunction Mm -hmm. and is using injections that he self-administers into his penis called Trimix injections. Now, uh, do you know how Trimix injections were first introduced to the urologic community? On a bet? It's infamous. It's infamous. Oh, I can't wait. This guy, this one physician researcher, (laughs)
1: literally,
0: injects himself in the middle of the American Urologic Association meeting. Stop it. Behind the podium. No. And steps around with a heart on with a whole convention center full of urologists.
1: No. That is not how that, this happened. That's exactly how it
0: happened. Is this a, we can Google this? <laughs> no, it's, it's it's an infamous you, you know in the urology community. It's an infamous urologic thing, and you know, like if you, you know the old guys, they were there, you know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and so this wow. idea, it's like a magic, trick. hadn't a, like usually when you inject a medicine into a blood. To a blood vessel, that medicine goes everywhere. And the penis is really a humongous blood vessel. That's what gives us an erection. And so, to have medicine to be injected into the penis and not go throughout your whole system is something that's kind of, you know, it's a little against what we normally would think. Right. But in fact, if you inject this three part, that's tri mix, there are three medicines in there, Mm -hmm. all of which are uh, to dilate or open up the arteries that go into the penis. Because if you use one at too high of a dose, then it may go into the bloodstream or it may not work as well, or it may hurt. And so we use this special mix. Now, it's not just an off-the-shelf mix. In our office alone, we have 15 different uh, combinations of these three different medicines oh. that, that you can put together. So there's a little bit of trial and error. And so um, it, when you inject it into the penis,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you can start, uh, you, you get an erection, uh, oftentimes within just a, a minute or two. And it can last for, you know, anywhere between half an hour and a couple hours. If it lasts for more than four hours, then you need to call us and come back so we can give oh. you the anti, tell you, know, everybody. you know, one pill <laughs> that's right. If it lasts for more than four hours. So
1: everybody. wait, it, when does it go, like after the, the guy has sex and he's finished, is the, the erection going to go down on its own with Trimix? Not always. Still, oh. Not
0: always. A lot of times it'll stick around. So
1: it's not like Viagra where you have to have sex to relieve the erection.
0: That's right. In this Sometimes. case, the, the, the erection can stick around. Ooh. And so, but, gotcha. but, that, but that shouldn't, that shouldn't make you a fair, a scared. Like if, if your usual sexual encounter lasts for about half an hour, then we dial down the dose and dial down the, you know, the, the half kind an of, hour? I know Jesus, what are you guys doing? <laughs> your husband's like, what am I going to do the other 29 yes. minutes, <laughs> 20, 29 and a half minutes. You can almost watch half an F1 race at a that time. That's perfect. <laughs> So if if you're out there and you're using it and you have hit the wall and people have recommended these types of injections and you've just been very, very hesitant to like proceed with them, I assure you of several things. The needle that goes that you use is small and generally does not hurt.
1: Yeah, teeny tiny.
0: And uh, there's a very high rate of satisfaction. Mm -hmm. And so although I'm not going to talk more about just erectile dysfunction, I do want to talk about type 2 diabetes. So type 2 diabetes is uh, blood sugar anomalies. Your Your body's not handling blood sugar like it should be. And erectile dysfunction is an incredibly common, like cause uh, a symptom of, Mm -hmm. of type two diabetes. Gotcha. So especially if your diabetes isn't particularly well controlled, then your, uh, the blood vessels that feed blood to your penis will be damaged by the diabetes. And so those two are very much linked. Mm -hmm. But the real question this guy's asking is why is my penis getting smaller? Right. And I get that question all the time.
1: Isn't that natural? Is that part of life?
0: I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say say that it's a universal truth that your penis is going to get shorter. But here are several things that all interact together to give you the appearance of a shorter penis. Number one is if you start gaining weight in your mons pubis, you're going to start getting less of it being like out of you and more of it being kind of tucked into you. Is that the fupa? That is a little bit of the fupa.
1: Okay, that's like the little fat above your... Above your penis gotcha. in this case. Not really your belly, but... That's right, the belly.
0: right. The mons okay. pubis. Okay. And so that's one thing that could be occurring. Number two is when you have erectile dysfunction for a long time, that's one of those, if you don't use it, you're going to lose it situations Ugh, where, where it kind of retracts in because you kind of a lack of, you know, endogenous blood flow. Mm-hmm. There is a potential that the trimix could be causing it and um, it with... With, in some patients, not universally, but in some patients, one component of the trimix can kind of cause a little bit of scarring in, the, oh. in there that kind of con- contracts the penis. So for a patient of mine, if they are complaining of some sort of penile contraction or shrinking, we will remove one of the components of trimix called prostaglandin. Oh, and just go with a bi-mix or two of them and, and adjust the dose. And that's going back
1: to the 15 variations you mentioned? That's right. That's okay. part
0: of the 15 variations. Oftentimes, and certainly regularly, if anybody's complaining about penile shortening, we'll put them on a vacuum erection device program where, mm-hmm. you, where we use daily. We have you cycle up the penis to its maximum rigidity and have it go down, even if you don't kind of keep that erection with a ring. And... Uh, Put you on a daily Cialis, which Mm. will keep blood flow at its maximum going to your penis. Hmm. Uh, There is no great way of reversing shortening, but we are hopeful that we can find ways to keep it from getting any worse. And this conversation we have not only with patients who just complain of penile shortening in general, but especially in those patients that have had prostate surgery where oftentimes penile shortening is something that, that they experience. Mm. And that's when their prostate's removed from a radical prostatectomy.
1: Oh, it sounds so intense when you say ectomy to anything.
0: Ectomy. So uh, we love those kinds of very in depth questions. We love explaining what's going on. And we would love to see you as a second opinion if you don't think you're getting the care that you want. Donna. How do people get to become patients of NAU Urology Specialists?
1: Well, you can call us at 512-238-0762. We have more staff now, so your phone calls will be answered. And you can reach out to us through the website if you'd like. Um, We have armormenshealth.com for our general questions, and you can listen to the show and our podcasts. But you can also check us out at Urology.com we're in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs, Texas, and we have an award winning podcast.
0: I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, board certified urologist at NAU Urology Specialist, which is the proud benefactor of this show. We are a practice with four urologists and many, many other practitioners that are, you know, trying to give you an amazing experience. We are doing our best to uh, be responsive to your requests for appointments, even though just like many people, we are very busy. Uh, mm-hmm. We would ask that you have lots of patients, love doing vasectomies and want to take care of all of your urologic needs. And I'm joined by Donna Lee, my co-host and my, you know, since you've been joining us, you know, since you've joined us as our practice, our practice has been nothing but exploding.
1: <laughs> you're welcome. Are you saying I'm paying your, your mortgage? No, because of not. Thanks
0: <laughs> Thanks to you and the relationship you have with my wife, my mortgage seems to get higher and higher every, <laughs> Day. that's true Good so, luck on that renovation <laughs> <laughs> how do people get a hold of us send us questions
1: you can reach out to us during the week at 512-238-0762 my extension by the way is 220 if you just want to leave a question there you can also visit armormenshealth.com submit your questions there our parent website the nau urology specialist website nau is Urology.com. but give us a call we're in round rock new, uh, new i almost said new york new york we're in round rock in new york we're in round rock north austin <laughs> <laughs> south austin and trip Springs. We're not in New York. Quite a commute. Wow, that was intense. I have more listener questions for you, sir. Let's do it. Dr. Mystery, on a recent show, I caught you at the end of the discussion talking about taking daily Cialis. Um, is there any harm in taking daily Cialis? Please advise.
0: That's a great question. So um, Cialis or Tadalafil is a class of medicine called a phosphodiesterase Inhibitor, so PDEi five inhibitor, PDE five inhibitor,
1: <laughs> in New York, and so and so that,
0: that 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 part of the body that this medicine is inhibiting present in many different parts or, or or tissues in the body besides just the erectile tissue, and so some of the common places that we see it in are going to be the nasal passages, in the um, the hmm. way that our eyes kind of detect light. In particular, the ones that Cialis can uh, kind of cross cover are the, the large muscle groups of the latissimus dorsi in the back. So, so many words. So so the ki- kind of side effects people can experience include uh, changes in how they're looking at different colors. So Viagra oh. is very you know notorious for the, a blue-green haze occurring around eyes, uh, around lights. And then you have nasal oh. stuffiness that can occur, kind of an upset stomach or dyspepsia. And then with Cialis, I see a lot more people potentially having joint pain or back pain.
1: What's the now, percentage though? That's like a really small percentage.
0: It's a pretty small percentage. I would say that with Viagra, I see probably like a 15 to 20% rate of some kind of side effect in daily Cialis, uh, on-demand Cialis. Mm-hmm. I'll see somewhere about an 8%, uh, and I'm not talking about the product insert, I'm just talking about kind of what my own experience with these medicines have been. Mm-hmm. But with daily Cialis, I see very, very low amounts of side effects. And it's because hmm. the amount you're taking at once is, is a so much small. lower dose. And so, and the effect is cumulative. Um, I, uh, I find that the backache is probably the most common and most subtle kind of side effect that we see. Uh, but if, if you suffer from erectile dysfunction, especially if you have erectile dysfunction with any urinary complaints... The daily Cialis is so much more consistent, and they've done studies to show that men on daily Cialis have more sex or sex more often than people taking on demand. And oh. it's a psychological effect. When you take a daily Cialis, your penis hangs lower. It's so much easier to get erections. You get morning erections that are better. You think about sex more, and you feel a lot more confident that you're going to because be able to perform. Because
1: you're physically taking a pill every day? Is it part of it psychological?
0: I think it's because the medicine's always in you, so you're always going to get a better erection. Mm. And so... <laughs> Uh, now, if you're using it on demand, mm-hmm. and especially Cialis, which, you know, if you've heard the show, we want you to take four hours before intercourse. I mean, mm. that's a long time. And then is. And then you're just sitting around waiting.
1: And you can't eat? No, that's Viagra. Okay. That's
0: right. Viagra, we don't want you eating okay. after you take it. Uh, or before you take it, in fact. We don't want you eating. You have to be on an empty stomach. when. That, so you can't that go medicine. on
1: a date, like sexy date night at a restaurant. You want to
0: pop that Cialis like at noon on that sexy date night. Oh. But if you're taking Viagra, then taking it... Um, really it's, it's for, for, for our, for our patients, Viagra really just works better sex. than medicine. That just is give not, up. Then what's the purpose of dinner?
1: Just dinner. <laughs> Why even eat? Just, <laughs> just, just feeding me. What's <laughs> excellent?
0: <laughs> Your Tinder website. I would like you to buy me a nice dinner, but don't expect anything out of it. <laughs> don't swipe right. <laughs> do, do we have any other related questions?
1: Mm, no, but we have, um, a discussion about, we can talk about the Viagra versus CLs, but you said that just daily CLs. Why would a patient want to take a daily... I'm sorry, an on-demand Viagra? Like, Do they ever argue with you? I'm like, no, I really want to take this on-demand instead of the daily? Because he's worried about side effects overall, like long term. That's a
0: great question. So um, there really is um, a... It's an individual thing when it comes to these medicines. And in the past, we had to worry about cost and insurance coverage. But mm. today... You know, most of the medications, except for Stendra, which is still, uh, or Vard, uh, I think it's Vardenafil, but uh, but, but Stendra, mm-hmm. which is the, uh, the trade name, is the only one that's not available generically. And oh. each of them has their own kind of perks. But today, you know, the only two kind of pills that we use routinely are going to be Sildenafil or Viagra. Mm-hmm. Sildenafil is often sold as 20 milligram tablets, although you can get it in the 100 milligram tablet, which is the highest dose. Uh, I don't usually use sildenafil daily, although I have come across a few patients that decide to do so. And that's because the, the effectiveness like of it, the effectiveness is only about four hours. So, oh, that's, so a that's, that's a short <laughs> orgy. That's uh, a short orgy. Whereas the, um, the Cialis can be used and it has a much longer time that is effective in your body. Mm. Cialis, um, it takes, you know, to, to have its most effective use takes about four hours for it to become effective. Mm-hmm. But you can eat. And so... That's uh-huh. kind of a positive thing. In the insert, it says that you can take it an hour before intercourse, but um, then patients will come tell me that, oh, the Cialis used to work, but now it doesn't work. Similarly, they'll uh-huh. say the Viagra used to work, but now it doesn't work. And so that can be kind of off-putting or disconcerting to, 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 to men. Uh-huh. So if the medicine stops working, we try to first look at why the medicine stopped working. Did it stop because you became kind of lazy about how you're using it? Are you using it kind of how we want you to use it? Mm-hmm. Is there something else going on? Are you losing sensation in your penis? Is your blood flow to your penis getting worse? Is there some underlying condition like your your heart disease or your diabetes getting uh, controlled properly to make sure this doesn't get worse? Oh, that's true because it's you know the, the knee bone is connected to the penis bone and it's connected to your heart bone and that's how the body works. It's mm-hmm. a, it's, it's not it's not any one physiologic component of our body that is independent of others. Mm-hmm. We rely on strong heart, strong blood flow, a good immune system to have good erections. Uh, exercise and lifestyle can play a big role. Uh, in our In our practice, we, we really emphasize lower body, weight-bearing exercises, even walking up inclines, although it's hard to walk up inclines both ways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but if you're using a treadmill to add incline to what you're doing, that lower extremity kind of workout tends to boost testosterone levels and mm-hmm. improve uh, blood flow and, and erectile health in our experience. Uh, we also think that getting your testosterone level checked
1: and mm-hmm. uh, making
0: sure that, that levels are normal, make sure your estrogen levels is not too high. Right. If you're on therapy right now, if you're getting testosterone therapy right now and they're not taking checking your estrogen, which happens, I would say the majority of patients that to get transferred to us that are on testosterone therapy are not routinely getting their estrogen level checked. Mm -hmm. then let us check your estrogen. If you're 40 pounds overweight and you're using testosterone, there's a good chance that your estrogen level over time is getting too high, and that can cause your erectile function to worsen or your libido to drop. Mm -hmm. And so the idea that testosterone replacement therapy is um, relatively safe, I completely agree with. Mm -hmm. But that it can be done without any kind of monitoring, I don't agree with that at all. (laughs) It It requires somebody paying attention and making sure that you're getting exactly what you need uh, for the therapy.
1: Can women take Cialis? We talked about women taking Viagra. Can women take Cialis? Prob- or does it not work as well?
0: Um, so when we talk about women using these medications, we're talking about an off-label use, meaning that's not what it's intended for. Right. But we use these kinds of medicines in women all the time, particularly for a specific kind of sexual dysfunction. That's called uh, poor arousal. So it's mm. kind of hard to maybe get your arms around, but the idea here is that it's just hard to get turned on. Mm -hmm. Your clitoris isn't getting hard and you're having difficult with kind of the engorgement of the uh, of the genitals that Mm. because if 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 you think about what is the penis like from an embryologic standpoint in a woman, it's the outer lips of the vagina as well as the clitoris. That's what makes up the. That's what that organ turns into in women. Mm -hmm. So if those areas are not getting engorged, if you're not getting uh, the clitoris hard enough, then then those medicines work. And the exact same kind of patient that you would expect to have erectile dysfunction is the exact same woman that's going to have arousal dysfunction. Mm -hmm. Diabetics, people on metoprolol or ALS for their high blood pressure, beta blockers, Mm -hmm. it's going to be people who are overweight and who have abnormal hormones.
1: Okay. Well, that makes sense. You're making so much sense today
0: man i must have had a pill donna how do people get a hold of us how do people meet us for second opinions?
1: you can call us at 512-238-0762 or visit our website armormenshealth.com check out our podcasts wherever you listen to free podcasts and you can catch our show if you're in the austin central texas area on news radio klbj get the free app By the way, we're on Saturdays at 3 p.m. And um, we're in Round Rock in North Austin and South Austin in Dripping Springs. So if you're listening on the other side of the world, we really appreciate you as well. But Send us your questions. Thanks, Dr. Mystery.
0: Thank you so much, Donna. The Armor Men's Health Hour is brought to you by urology specialists. For questions or to schedule an appointment, please call 512-238-0762 or online at armormenshealth.com.